Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Burgess Power Hour. And today, tonight, is all about balance in your life. Is it possible? Can I have it all? Oh, my goodness. What a what a day I'm having today. Or It's been a crazy, crazy time for me. Um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I just wanted to remind all of you uh, to go ahead and hit star six to mute yourself if you have any background noise. And then you hit star six again, and that will allow you to come in and talk. Okay. So um, I just love that I have so many of you on the call, and we're going to get right to it about how to be balanced in this age and time. And the reason why I chose this topic was because I have been feeling really out of balance uh, with myself. And when I feel out of balance with myself, I know I can be on edge. I can be uh, things really trigger me or I get, you know, things get on my nerves and I, I don't feel like I'm holding my shape and all of those things. So I felt like, hey, uh, this would be a great topic <laughs> for all of us to kind of play with tonight and just see uh, what happens. And as uh, most of you know who have done these power hours with me before, uh, we do like to do um, experiential type learning. So uh, if you can, you want to make sure you have something to write with and something to write on. If you're driving, not a good time to do that. If you registered, you will get a recording of all of this. So you will get a recording if you registered online for this uh, call. So you'll be able to, if you are driving or if you don't get a chance to write things down, then you'll be able to go back and do that again. And you should be able to get the recording tomorrow. It will come to your emails uh, once you have um, registered. Okay? All right, so uh, without further ado, um, again, there's so many of you on the line. I'm loving this, and I'm hoping that uh, we'll be able to open up the channels um, after we do our little experience together just to have you share. So you're welcome to share some of the ahas or awarenesses or things that you got out of what we do together tonight. But also, uh, if you have questions and those types of things, we can... um, just kind of roll with it. So um, does anybody have any questions before I start? Mm, looking forward to it. That's all. Mm. I know that voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. So here we go. Uh, again, what I'd like for all of you to do is just take a deep breath, if you would, please, and so I can take a breath with you. <sighs> Sometimes we all forget to breathe when we're in the hustle and the bustle of the day and our week. So let's do that again, just to take, just take pause, to take a deep breath, <sighs> and just... Be present. Be present here right at this moment. Be present with your thoughts and your hearts and your minds and your ears. And again, if you have any background noise, please hit star six or I'll go ahead and just mute everybody if I hear too much of that, okay? All right. And you can hit star six again to actually um, come back and talk. All right. So... Um, let me give you definitions of balance because everybody's idea of balance is different, I think. There's so many different 
definitions and concepts of what is balance. What does it mean to have a balanced life? You know, so because the, the question is, can we have it all? So uh, I looked up balance. There's so many different ways to use balance. So one way of balancing yourself is ha- enabling yourself to distribute things so that something remains upright and steady. So I thought that was interesting, to remain upright and steady. And I don't know about you, but sometimes it's hard for me to stay upright (laughs) because I I fall down into my bed sometimes. But remaining upright and steady, keeping our balance. So that is one definition. Another definition is staying on course. So, for instance, it's like the ability of a boat to stay on course without adjusting the rudder. So balance could mean staying on course. Um, It could mean uh, another definition of balance is keep or put something in a steady position so that it does not fall. So again, keeping ourselves in a steady position so it does not fall. And another definition I want to give you is an interesting one because it talks about debits and credits because a lot of times when we talk about balance, sometimes money, well, definitely money comes into play oftentimes when we talk about balancing our life. So it's also about having our credits and our debits equal. And that means balancing our books, right, to ensure that they're equal. So those are kind of some definitions that I'm going to go through uh, in detail about the different types of balance you can have in your life. Um, But another thing that I know that I do a lot of times is I have so many things that that I do every day, and there's so many different aspects of where I want to show up and how I want to show up and how much time does it take to show up in those different Aspects, and we're going to play with that, and you get you're going to get to see where you're out of balance and where you're in balance, and where you're perhaps spending more time, or spending more money, or spending more thoughts, and see how all of that aligns with what you really want. Yay! So a lot of the time, I do plate spinning, is what I call it. I don't know about you, but um, I used to watch Ed Sullivan, so I'm sh- I'm kind of um, divulging my age here. So. When Ed Sullivan was on TV, um, there were, they, they used to have this guy that would come on and do plate spinning. So a plate spinner would come on and just try to manage all these plates and keep them spinning at all the same time. So um, oftentimes they would drop the plates because they couldn't keep the plates spinning at all. So if you're one of those kind of people where you have so many plates up in the air and you're trying to run around and keep them spinning and spinning and spinning, sometimes we just have to stop and trust that they're not going to just all fall down if we leave them, okay? So that can keep, keep us running and feeling out of breath and out of balance. Okay, so it's also about holding our shape. And what I mean by that is having integrity of who we are, the integrity of who we are and holding our shape, to not allow other experiences, other things outside of ourselves to push us or pull us or keep us from being who we are, just kind of pulling on us all the time. 
And if we hold our shape and hold our integrity of who we are, then we can feel more centered and balanced. So I'm going to give you an, an acronym of BALANCE. So if you write the word BALANCE, B-A-L-A-N-C-E, I'm going to, we're going to do an acronym. Acronym? Yes, an acronym of those. So the B stands for BELIEFS. And our beliefs really make a difference in if we feel balanced or not. So we have beliefs about everything, about how much time we should spend with relationships or careers or business or friends or parents or kids or school or fun or vacation or contributing or self-care or exercise or any of that stuff. We all have these beliefs about how much time or value that we need to keep them at, okay? In other words, um, we all have conscious beliefs about things, and we have subconscious beliefs about things. And those of you who are Essence of Being graduates, you know that I'm all about the subconscious and the unconscious beliefs that we have because those are the ones that are running us. Those are the ones that are the most profound. Those are the ones that keep showing up even when we don't know they're there because they're subconscious. So that's the part that I love to go to. I go to the bubble talk and all of our essence of being workshops. And remember bubble talk, for those of you who don't know, bubble talk is the unconscious thoughts that keep us from getting what we want. And so it's sort of like if you have a bubble above your head and the cartoon characters and the cartoon characters little bubble, that is the thought. That's the unconscious thought that we all have. Okay, so that is belief, all right? So A stands for alignment, align, because our subconscious and our conscious beliefs need to be aligned in order for us to create what we want. So B stands for beliefs, A stands for align, and aligning our subconscious and conscious beliefs really makes things go a lot faster. It makes things go easier so that we can create what we want. L is leverage. So L stands for leverage, which in order to be balanced, I feel like we need to be able to do more with less. Do more things with less time. Do more things with less money. Do more things with less people. Do more things with less thoughts, meaning... And, of course, I say a lot of doing. But when we leverage our time and we leverage our um, money and we leverage our thoughts and our friends, it's basically saying we're doing more with less. So it's not as hard. So leverage is a big, big piece, I think, of balance. So that you, if you can find ways to leverage your, your money, your time, your friends, your um, relationships, your business, whatever it is that you want to have more of, if you find ways to leverage that, it allows you to do more with less. And the next A in balance, A stands for assess. So, So part of balancing is assessing Where am I spending most of my time? And this is the part that we're going to do tonight together. Assessing, where do I spend my thoughts? Where do I spend my time? And where do I spend my money? And what aspects of my life am I feeling I'm on course with or off course with? 
So assessing all of that means you have to stop for a second, you know, and take a breath and and just look at it. And that's why I love doing these workshops, Essence of Being and all the other programs and workshops that I do around the world, is because it really gives everybody an opportunity to stop for just a minute and assess and look in and discover all these subconscious beliefs or discover things that maybe can help you create more of what you want. But many of us are on that treadmill, right? Many of us are working, working, working and doing so many different things, we forget to stop for just a minute and discover things for ourselves about why we're doing the things we are doing. So N in balance, the word balance, N stands for neutral. Now, what do I mean by neutral? Well, when I do coaching and I do my private sessions, we have to, you know, I have to be neutral. My emotions have to be neutral, meaning that I don't get triggered. So, if I'm not, if I get triggered, think about it. If you get triggered by somebody or something, it can throw you off balance, right? You know that part of the definition about falling down. So, uh, being steadfast, holding your integrity. Holding your shape uh, is allowing yourself to stay centered and neutral. So C stands for center. You have to feel centered. Okay. So let me give you an example of that. So a lot of times, if you're if you're in the eye of the hurricane, let's say that your life sometimes may feel like a hurricane around you. Okay. All these different things you're juggling outside of yourself. So let's say you're juggling all these things outside of yourself, and that can be a lot of chaos, okay? That can be a lot of who's, who's, who needs me the most right now? What, what do I need to pay attention to today? What's the most, you know, where's the fire I have to put out? So oftentimes if we're looking in the chaos and we're kind of following the chaos around like a hurricane, we forget that we are the center of the hurricane, so every time we dip down into or dip over into the winds and all the debris that keeps hitting us, all we have to do is to remember is to stand back up straight, stand out, stand in the center, take a breath, just know that we are in our center place, to have some type of practice where you can center yourself. So oftentimes we just start looking around the hurricane and it gets really, really, really windy and dizzy. So if you get dizzy a lot, meaning you just don't know where to turn next, you might want to stop and just remember, oh, that's right, I am the center. I have a center within me. I can center myself. And so if you have a a practice, a meditation, um, something that you do for yourself that you can just stop and breathe, even if it's just breathing for a minute, that's huge because it stops all of the chaos around you and you can be the center of the eye of the hurricane. That is the eye. And the eye of the hurricane, E-Y-E, is I, okay, the letter I. So the letter I, which is I, is the I of the hurricane, E-Y-E. So we are our own I. We are the center of the hurricane. So just stand in that place to know that we are centered. Okay. 
I'm getting a lot of background noise, so I'm going to have to mute everybody, I think. Here we go. So I muted everybody. So if you want to say something, all you have to do is hit star six, everybody, okay? All right. So the E, the last one on balance, E means equal. So this is an interesting concept about being equal. When you talk about being equal and having a balance, look at it this way. You could mean that the income, let's look at it from money perspective. Your income exactly matches your outgo. Spending equals your income. So for most people, that's not okay, right? It's like your income matches what you spend, and you end up with zero. But it's equal, and it's balanced. So sometimes we have to go out of our comfort zone. We have to be out of balance sometimes to get out of our rut, which is comfortable. For instance, a lot of people who win the lottery, they get pushed out of their comfort zone very quickly, don't they? So sometimes in order for us to maybe have what we want, we have to take chances and be uncomfortable for for a little bit where it might feel out of balance, and that's okay. But if you look at it where... You know, if you're looking at the balance sheet, everything it balances so that you're out. It could mean you could have in your subconscious mind about balance that I have as much income that I need in order to pay off what I need, and I end up with zero at the end of the month. So I just have just enough. I have enough. Having enough to pay my bills and pay what I need and what I want to do each month and nothing more. So that could mean when you say, hey, I want to have balance in my life, just be mindful of what you're implying with that because if that is your thought process or your subconscious thought that, yes, I want to have as much money as I need every month and nothing more, that equals zero. So that could be some kind of a block of creating what you want in your life, for instance, in finances saying that I have a balance sheet, I'm balanced. So just kind of notice and be mindful of what you mean by balance. That's what I'm trying to get you to look at is, what does that mean to me to be balanced? So when I was talking about assessing yourselves in the uh, A, B-A-L-A-N-C-E, assess is one of them, I just want to remind us that most of the time you can tell when you're on course and when you're off course. When you're on course, everything's in the flow, right? Everything's working. Things just come to you. You don't have to really uh, have a lot of effort involved, and you're just on course. You feel passionate about what you're doing. And then off course can mean, yes, it doesn't feel so good. You're feeling like you're not getting where you need to, not getting where you want to go. Um, you're having a lot of obstacles in your way. Uh, maybe you just don't feel good about what you're doing or who you are, you're off course. Things are hard, perhaps. So 
when you assess, you can assess if you're on course or off course, and that that's really important to know. Am I on course? Am I on course? I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Am I off course? Yeah, I'm off course. I need to reassess. I need to rebalance. I'm got I'm getting wobbly, like my tires. So our tires need balancing, right? <laughs> so sometimes we do. We get wobbly. And if we don't uh, take care of the wobble, then our tires can fall off. So a lot of times our tires fall off in our life. You know, we have a lot of breakdown in our lives, and that really does allow us a moment to go, wow, I just really had a breakdown, so now I'm going to assess. But assessing things after a breakdown is painful. So my suggestion is you assess it before it breaks down. And here's the thing about that. Remember we were talking about balance, the um, definition of balance about a ship, a boat, to stay on course without adjustment? Well, just notice, or, or let me remind those of you who have taken a lot of my classes, that mastery means that you course correct without invalidating yourself. So if you're off course, just course correct without invalidating yourself. But so many of us beat ourselves up. We beat ourselves up and say, we should have, we could have, why didn't I? And really go into that guilt place. And so that's really not true mastery. And that's really hard to get back on course when you start beating yourself up. So... Just realize that when you go off course and you notice you're off course, just say to yourself, hmm, I'm off course here, so I'm going to course correct. I'm going to stop the little shimmy in my tires. I'm going to stop the wobble. I'm going to course correct without invalidating myself. Sometimes we just have to look at things. You know, things come up that... um, that might trigger us for us to look at it so that we can heal it. Things come up for us so that maybe they trigger us so we can look at it because we wouldn't look at it otherwise. So there's a reason for everything in my in my world. So if things come up that pull you off your center, pull you off course, if you allow other people or other things to just nag at you and pull you off, and you don't stand in your integrity and stay in your center and at the eye of the hurricane, it's okay. Just know you're doing it. And don't beat yourself up about it. Because remember what what I say, those of you who have taken the classes, that guilt demands punishment. So if you start feeling guilty about when you're going off course, then the guilt is really going to eat you up. And you will attract a lot of punishment, either from other people or yourself. And that's called self-sabotage. So just notice if that's you or not. Okay, Just notice, do I self-sabotage myself when I get off course? So holding that balance of having what we want in our lives is and assessing is really, really important to do that. But... Keep from invalidating yourself. If you find yourself beating yourself up, just say to yourself, until recently, until recently, I beat myself up for this. Now I'm course correcting because I choose to be in the flow. 
I think that might help. Because most all of us are self-aware of these things. And if you're not, it'll keep happening until you become aware of it. (laughs) So you might want to become aware of it. And that's a lot of the work that we do in these workshops is we help you become aware of those things. Okay. So speaking of becoming aware, let's go do that, shall we? Let's look at where are we in balance or off balance, and let's have a fun little game that we're going to play together. So what I want you to do, and again, if you're driving, don't do this, but you can just kind of think about it if you want. Um, And if you can write these things down, that would be great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 12 different aspects, okay? And I want you to write these aspects of your life in like a clock. So, for instance, the first one that I say will be at the 12 o'clock position. The next one will be in a 1 o'clock position. The next one will be in the 2 o'clock position. So you just go all the way around the clock with these 12 aspects, okay? So hopefully nobody has any questions. If you do, hit star 6 if you're not sure about what I'm talking about, okay? Anytime, just hit star 6. Okay. So the first aspect is relationships. So put that at your 12 o'clock. Relationships. Your one o'clock, write down career or job. Your two o'clock, write down business, my business. Because some of us have businesses and some of us have jobs and some of us have a job, career, and a business. Or some of you may have like a job on the side or a business you know, that you're trying to start. So they could be two different things. Okay, one, two, three. The four o'clock position is social or friends. Your social life or your friends. Five o'clock can be your parents. And even if if you still have your parents alive, that's great. If you don't, still put parents there. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Six o'clock is kids. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yep. Okay. If you don't have any kids, that's okay. Um, all right. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. I messed up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yay, I made a mistake. Uh, let's put your career, job, and business, put all of that as one. Okay? So uh, where I said to divide it up, go ahead and put that as one. So your career, your job, and your business all is position number one. Your social and your friends is number two. Your parents is number three. Your kids, number four. Okay, number five position is your school and education. So even if you're not in school, that's okay. Just put education because we're all learners until we ascend. Okay, the next one over is rest. So that's your six o'clock is rest. 
Wow, I'm really messing this up. I wrote it really well on my page paper. This is brand new for me, by the way. Um, this just comes from my crazy brain and spirit together. And I'm, there's 12 aspects, and I'm trying to put them all around the clock. <laughs> so I did it on my paper. 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Wow. Okay. So I was right the first time. I apologize. Good grief. This is see see I'm out of balance, everybody. Yay. Okay. Twelve o'clock is relationships. One o'clock is your careers and jobs. I was right the first time. Two o'clock is your business. Three o'clock is your social life. Four o'clock are your parents. Five o'clock is your kids. Six o'clock is your school or education. Seven o'clock is rest, your resting time. Eight o'clock is your fun or vacations. Nine o'clock is your faith or whatever you want to call that, your meditations, your faith, spirit. And if you don't do any of that, that's okay. Just write it down, faith. Ten o'clock is contribution. Those are your charities or things you do for your community or your things that you do to contribute in the world that you consider contribution. And eleven o'clock is self-care. Self-care, like body work or getting your nails done or exercise. Okay. All right. So, good grief. Now we have the 12. So what I want you to do is this. Now we're going to do... um, uh, consciousness, a stream of consciousness writing. So what that means is, I don't want you to think about it. We're going to put numbers to all of this. So each of these 12 aspects are going to have a number that you're going to put um, beside it. Uh, we're going to do it three times. Okay? So we're going to go through the whole clock, and you're just going to put a number by it. And it can be a number anywhere from 1 to 100. And just first thing that comes up, don't, don't, don't try to figure it out too much and don't try to make sure that it all adds up or whatever. Just put the number that you feel, 1 through 100. So, for instance, uh, the first thing that I'm going to ask you is, um, where do you spend your most time? Okay, so for instance, in relationships, let's say that I feel like out of my life, one through a hundred, maybe twenty percent. So maybe I spend twenty percent on relationships. So I put a twenty at relationships, and maybe for career and job, um, I spend my my time maybe fifty percent of my time. So I would put a fifty there. So the first part I'm going to ask you is, where do you spend your most time? 
So go ahead and put a number value to each of those things. Go around the clock and just put a number. It doesn't have to add up to anything, just 1 through 100. And if you have questions, just hit star 6. So start that first. Go ahead and do that on all 12. Hallelujah. Birch? Yes. I, I, I couldn't figure out how to get in. Oh, my God. Um, when we first did the clock, it, it, number 12 was relationships, right? Right. But 2 and 3 is where I got lost. Okay, so number two is career and job. Career and job, okay. Number, and number three, three is your business, because that could be different than a job. Okay. Number and number four was social life? Uh-huh, social. Okay, then I'm good to go. I got, okay. I got the rest. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's easy to get confused after I was, I was confused, but there you go. No, that's all right. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead, everybody, and put a number, one through 100. Where do you spend your most time? Hi, Bird. I'm so sorry. I got mixed up with all the numbers. Would you just go over just one more time to reach number? The, they sure. The, the clock? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all yeah. right. The clock, you mean? Okay. 12 yeah. o'clock is relationship. Okay. 1 o'clock is your career or job. Mm-hmm. 2 o'clock is your business. Okay. 3 o'clock is your social or your friends. Okay. Four o'clock is your parents. Okay. Five o'clock is your kids. Six o'clock is your school or education. Okay, I messed up (laughs) you. Okay. Seven o'clock is rest. Okay. Eight o'clock is fun or vacation. Okay. Nine o'clock oh, is nine o'clock fun is, and vacation. Uh huh. So eight is both. I mean, vac- I mean, yeah, Correct. vacation, yeah. Uh-huh. fun, okay. or vacations. Right. However, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Nine is faith. Your faith. Oh, okay. And then ten o'clock is your contribution, or your charities, or things that you give back to. I got it. And then self care. Eleven okay. is your self care. Self care. Okay, I appreciate it. I'm mixing sure. up. Thank you so okay. much. Sure. Just finish up. Go ahead and put a number value. What from one to a hundred? What percentage of the time? Where do you spend your most time? Where do you spend your time? Just put a number to each of those things. It doesn't have to add up to a hundred. Just have the value one one to a hundred. Just put a number to it. Okay. And it should be pretty quick. Don't try to figure it out too too much. Just first first numbers that come up. What percentage of the time? Okay. Once you've gotten that, the second thing I'm going to ask you about the same aspects, the same 12 things, we're going to put another number now. So we're going to put a a different number, 
where do you spend your most thoughts? What do you spend your most thoughts on, thinking about? So how often do you think about relationships or think about your job or think about your business or think about your friends or think about your parents or think about your kids? So go ahead and just put a number around all 12 aspects about where do I spend my most thoughts? Where do, what percentage of the time do I think about these things? One through a hundred. And then, once you finish that, I've got one more number I want you to put. Okay, stream of consciousness writing means you don't have to figure it out or think about it too hard. Just write down the first numbers, okay? And the last set of numbers, so we're going to do it one more time, but this time we're going to, I'm going to ask you to ask yourself, where do I spend my most money? Where do I spend my most money? One through a hundred. So if you spend a lot of money on your relationship, you put, you know, 50 percent. Maybe on your job, you put twenty percent. Whatever. Just put the first things that come come up. should have three sets of numbers there. So the first set of numbers was, where do I spend my most time? The second set of numbers is, where do I spend my most thoughts? Where do my thoughts, how much time do I, or what do I spend? How much time do I spend thinking about these things? And then the third set of numbers are, where do I spend my most money? So then, once you've got all those, just write the word... Time 
and pick the top three, the top three numbers that you wrote down on your aspects of those 12, uh, 12 aspects of you. Pick the top three numbers that you wrote down on time. So what top three things do you spend your most time in? The top three numbers. And then just write those three things down, those three aspects. And then write the word thoughts. And do the same thing, the top three numbers on your thoughts. Where do you spend your most thoughts? And write those three things down, those three aspects. Top three. And then do the same thing with money. So you write down the word money and write down the top three things that you spend the most money on. What were your top three numbers? And write those three things down. So you should have three things written down under time, thoughts, and money. And just notice, do you have any that sh- that showed up in all three? Or maybe you had two of three? My bet is that you probably had at least two out of three you had the same. Yes, you're correct. So this is a way to show you what do you spend your most time in, what do you spend your thoughts in, and what do you spend your most money in. And just notice, was there one that showed up every single one? Yes, I. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yes, I. I do have one and all three, of course. Yes. Okay. So, uh, well, we'll use you as an example. So, which one did you come up with? Oh, great. Um, relationship. Okay. So here's an interesting. So here's the question. So you spend your most money with relationships. You spend your most thoughts with your relationships, and you spend your time with relationships. The most, yes. So what comes first, the thought, the time, the money? Uh, well, and, it's really all three equally. Right, right. 
but I'm saying, and this you don't have to answer this. I'm just saying I want you to look at it and see. You know, are they equal? Do they show up more than once? And I bet the money matches probably one or two of your time and thoughts. Sure. And just just notice that with the balance that we're talking about here, um, if you're if you like what you wrote down. And these are your values. This is where we spend most of our time and our thoughts and our money. These are our values. And this is what balance, um, if you feel like you're in balance with how you've written these down and you feel like you're in balance, that's great. The question everyone should ask is, okay, if I, if I feel out of balance, am I, am I not okay with the answers I put down and can I rotate them around and you don't and i bet some of you are saying well gosh i have more than 100 <laughs> if i had to add up a percentage right if you had 1 through 100 and i bet some of you had way over 100% <laughs> if you added up all the uh percentages and people wonder why sometimes we're out of balance it's because we think we're 50% in a relationship and 30% into our business and 20% into our kids 20% into our contribution, and then there's school, and there's fun, and, you know, so it gets over to be 100%. I didn't know we were allowed to do that, so I think it was in the 100%. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's okay, but some, and it's, it's not about whether to, if you did or yeah, not. Just want, yeah. yeah, I just want everybody to look Definitely. at, to give you a, kind of a map for you to look at where do I spend most of my time, my thoughts, and my money. Now, if it's if you're okay with all of that and all those other aspects, you know, look at the zeros, look at the ones, look at the where you have under 10% of your time. And if you're good with that, that's great. If you're not, then you might want to rotate some things around. But I just want to say that what happens is our values – they are, this is from uh, D. Martini, by the way. By the way, um, about values, he says that your values arise from and are therefore determined by your conscious or unconscious voids. In other words, what you perceive as most missing. What you perceive as most missing in your life therefore becomes what you perceive as most important. Bert, I have a question. Sure. What would happen if you have all three the same? That's awesome, I think. Well, it, it, it really means, that's my question is, what comes first? Your thoughts, you think about it, then you spend time on it, you spend money on it. So, I mean, is it? do you feel good about the answers or no? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like don't know because I'm thinking like, no, it doesn't seem like it's balanced. What happened to contribution and the fun and all those other things okay so this on is the good this is because an my, my top three was, was <laughs> business you know money well, thoughts okay and all those others was really low well yeah. and that's my point is look at uh, this is an awareness i wanted you to really just get aware what am i spending most of my time on my thoughts and my and my money and do, do they equal the same things am i okay with that if i if i feel out of balance then maybe that's because of everything i just wrote down so these three things i just wrote down on all three items that's not where i really want to spend most of my time my thoughts or my money 
Correct. Okay? You showed us so, that we are off balance. Right. So you can look at it and say, wow, you know, I, I can rotate some of these things around, but sometimes, like I said, you have to assess, where am I first? If you're okay with it, that's great, and you might not feel out of balance. But if it sounds to me like you're feeling out of balance that you don't have, where's my yeah. self-care? Where's my contribution? Yeah, where's my fun? <laughs> right. Which we don't think like that. You're right. So well, this is what happens. When we, what we perceive as most missing in our life becomes what we perceive as most important. That can happen, okay, with our values. So, for example, if you're really focusing on money, it could be because you perceive you're lacking money. If you're really focusing on health, then you might perceive your health is compromised. If you're focusing on relationships, it could be because you perceive you're, you're without one. Um, if you're focusing on information, then you might perceive you don't know something. Or if you focus on your purpose, when you feel purpo- purposeless. And maybe you focus on companions when you feel alone. So, in other words, our voids, the things that we feel are missing, sometimes that's what we spend our thoughts on. They're unconscious or conscious voids in our life things that are missing, and that's what we perceive is most important to us sometimes. Not always, but that could be what's happening. And just think about it. When do you think about really getting into shape or getting um, taking better care of yourself is when you are sick. That's when all of a sudden you start thinking about, what can I do to make this better? So oftentimes our values come out of that. Our values... And the way we spend our time and our thoughts and our money come out of sometimes what we are missing and what we are avoiding, you know, what's void in our life. Not always, but a lot of the time. So this little exercise was just a way for you to look at and become aware of am I okay with what I'm spending my time, money, and thoughts on? What comes first? Do I think about it a lot, therefore that's what I spend my most time on? Or do I spend my most time on it because I think about it a lot? Or do I spend money on it because I'm thinking about it a lot? Because as everyone knows with Essence of Being and all the other programs, what our thoughts, you know, our thoughts create reality. Our thoughts create. They have vibrations. They create things. So that's the question. Does anybody want to share anything? Well, I'm I'm very surprised here. Burge? Yeah. I didn't realize I was that, that unbalanced. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you. Um it's um it's quite scary actually because looking it's like um I mean I spend all my time on something that um in most of the things that I don't like and I spend my thoughts in what I don't have. Ah. Okay. So I would say that you probably feel not very fulfilled, hon, if you're doing that. No. <laughs> right? So again, the thoughts, that's a perfect example of what I don't have, I'm focusing on. And that's what I start thinking about is the things that I don't have. So what do we say in essence of being about that? What you focus on expands. expands, right? You get more of that. 
So that this is just a way for you to look at. Remember, we're doing this as course correcting. So right. don't go and invalidate yourself about it. I should not have. Uh, just don't go there. Right. Don't go to the guilt place. But right, if but, you're spending your time with something you don't want to be doing, then again, mm-hmm. it's going to make you feel off balance, mm-hmm. off course. So I thought. Okay, so I guess I misunderstood. So. Practically, if you spend your thoughts um, on thoughts of it, something totally different than what you spend your time, you consider that because of the lack. Um, I thought that that would be, well, I'm not sure if I can say it's good. I was just thinking maybe it's it's okay because you... Uh, you're trying to create that, but it's really the lack. I, I guess I realize now. Yeah, that's right. The lack. Right. What I'm saying is, a lot of times you're spending your thoughts on what you don't have. Right. I mean, you, if you're looking, if you're thinking of it as I don't have that, and it makes you feel bad, right? right. And guilty, and should have, and all of that, then that's what you get more of. Right. But if you're Thank focusing you. your thoughts on things that you that you're choosing to create in your life in a way that is, I'm going. That's where I'm headed. And I'm feeling joyful about that, and I know I can create that. And I'm spending. I'm going to spend more time on that because that's what I want. Then that's what you're focusing on expands. That's something that's creating it not from the void. That's creating it from your desire. Right. There's a difference. Thank you. Okay. Good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So, yeah, I, I hoped it would bring a little, some ahas and awarenesses to your life to remember that, look, don't beat yourself up about this. This is just a way to say, if I want to be a little more on course, to feel what it feels like to be in my center, to align, to create leverage, to have uh, neutrality so I don't get triggered all the time, to assess where I'm at and assess where I'm headed, and if I get off course, to pull myself on course and stand in my integrity, hold my shape, and know that it's okay. It's okay to go out of my comfort zone a little bit because maybe I spend more time and thoughts and money on things that I really don't want. So it's a great way to look at what do I want to spend more time on? What do I want to spend my thoughts on? What do I want to spend my money on? And maybe make that what you focus on. And perhaps next month, when you come back to our next power call or when we come back to a workshop or when you talk to other graduates or when you you know help each other come to a different conclusion, <laughs> come to a different place, then maybe your time, your thoughts, and your money list will change. But look and see. Where do I, I don't want to spend my time with that. I don't want to spend my money with that. I don't want to spend my thoughts with that. If that's what came up for you, change it. Actively, consciously shift it and change it and be in your center with this. That is balance. Being able to be in your center. If you get off balance, if you get knocked down, if you allow yourself to get distracted, it's just standing back up. Be the eye of the hurricane. Don't focus in on the chaos. 
That's the stuff I don't want. That's all that contrast. So you get clear. So now you're getting clear. And remember, clarity leads to power. Power to create what you want. Power to make a change. Power to be who you are. Power to show up. Power to be and live and do and all those things in our life that we deserve. Because that's what we deserve and that's who we are. And that's how we can have it all. And the key here is do not invalidate yourself when you're off balance or just course correcting. And if you want to course correct some more with me, by the way, um, I'm going to be speaking, by the way, tomorrow here in Atlanta. I'll be speaking at the Digital Footprint. I'll be in L.A., in Long Beach, California, next month in May, speaking at the California Women's Conference. You can come hear me there. Um, we will be doing our next Essence of Being, which is our basic program. Not, base, not really basic, but it's our first level program. Uh, we'll be doing it June 9th through the 11th in Orange County, California. We'll be doing Essence of Being in July, July 14th through the 16th in Fort Lauderdale. And then we'll be doing, uh, we have a whole list of other places. Go to essenceofbeing.com. And we'll be in India in September, and I'll be in Ecuador in November. And we'll be back in Atlanta in October. And we've got a lot of things cooking here for all of you to play with us. And next month, our next power call is going to be May 17th. And remember, it's always the third Wednesday of every month. Always the third Wednesday of every month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that particular one is going to be on the topic of responsibility is not a bad word. How to let go of attachment. So I invite all of you to come play with me again in May. Come uh, see me when we do our little, we do uh, free intros and previews. Go to essenceofbeing.com or, or go to birdsmithlions.com and you can see all the events and things that we're doing so you can stay connected and stay on our Facebook groups. Go to Essence of Being and join one of our Facebook groups. Would love to have you. And if you haven't been um, uh, to any of the workshops, please, uh, I invite you to come anytime. And I hope that all the graduates out there, I hope you are happy, healthy, and connected and having a great time. And these power calls are supporting you in having more balance in your life. So I'm going to now take off the mute. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, everybody's unmuted, so we can say good night or see you later or however you want to say goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye, Bird. Love you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. I have one question. Yes, yes, yes. Do you mean nobody on the, on the line except for myself that to say is, has not taken any of the courses? I'm not sure. Any of the workshops? I don't know. Has anybody out there taken the workshops? Hello? Anybody? Hello? What, what workshops? EOB, uh, S's of Being, yeah. uh, Mastery. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Okay, so yes. 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 Okay. 